Hey podcast, just before we get you to this episode, I wanted to invite you to join us at pageantlaunch.com. We are starting the world's first dedicated pageant review site and we want you to join our launch team. All you need to do is put in your email address. It's completely free. We are looking to make the pageant industry safe, transparent, and fair, and we'd love your input on how to do that. So head over to pageantlaunch.com, whack in your email address, and let's get you to this episode. I'm Brittany Jane, Miss World Australia 2019 state finalist, and this is my interview with The Pageant Project. G'day guys, it's Adrian from The Pageant Project um, and I'm with Brittany Jane who is a Miss World Australia state finalist from last year. Brittany, welcome to the show. Thank you very much. It's awesome to I be am, here. <laughs> I am with the one pageant girl who probably knows more about streaming than I do. <laughs> uh, Brittany streams gaming on Twitch. Um, how much, how much do you know about streaming and was it as hard for you? I'm going to get straight into it. Was it as hard for you to figure out streaming as it was for me? Very difficult. Um, <laughs> I only started streaming March this year and, yeah, it's all of the software. Because I was going from using a Mac to using Windows, oh, that man. was a massive learning curve for me. And, um, yeah, all of the programs were very confusing. <laughs> I know you were... You can't really even use OBS on Mac, can you? I mean, I know it exists, but it has a lot of features that are missing, doesn't it? I'm not entirely sure. I, I just knew straight away that if I wanted a um, streaming laptop, it had to be Windows, <laughs> not not Mac. Okay, just so I have some jealousy here, can you describe the tech specs of your current gaming setup? <clears throat> or your setup? Ah, oh, yes. Um, <clears throat> I will definitely <laughs> say that off the top of my head. Um, <laughs> I'm actually not too sure off the top of my head, but um, most people will stream off a PC, solid PC, and um, if they do use a laptop in their streaming setup, it'll be either to game or to stream solely, not both, because laptops really struggle with that um, sort of thing. But somehow mine manages to stream and game, so it's it's pretty, pretty high spec. Um, I've built it through Metabox pretty cool Australian laptop or computer company. Right. So can you cuss? Oh, this is all nerd talk. Maybe we'll, maybe I'll just say hello. To other people. <laughs> so full disclosure, the reason I really wanted to do this interview is because everyone says I'm not a typical pageant girl, but then there are, and that's now what typical pageant girl say, says, says, <laughs> I can't talk anymore. I've had too much coffee. Um, <laughs> I am a little bit of a gaming nerd and um, Brittany obviously streams. I'll just go through the comments here. You've got Sandal, who's over in America, saying hello. You've got hello. a Jack. I don't know how to pronounce the last name. Jack, oh, sorry. Jack. Yes. Yeah. She does hype. Um, <laughs> that, that sounds like that. She stream, does hype. Stream stuff. Hype is like an emote. <laughs> oh, okay. Yep. All right. And uh, Deborah Old or Oldie, I think I'm assuming it's Old. Yeah. Old. Brittany. <laughs> okay. So let's get the. Um, pageant prerequisite stuff out of the way first. Mm -hmm. um, now, you were in Miss World Australia last year. Uh, how did you get involved with that? 
because gaming and pageantry doesn't have a huge overlap. No, they don't. Um, I was scrolling through Instagram and an ad came up and I'm, I'm very easily influenced by um, Instagram ads. Uh, yeah, and I, <laughs> I was seriously super in- influenced by Instagram ads. I booked in to go skydiving through an Instagram ad. It is ridiculous. Anyway, <laughs> I saw the Instagram ad and kind of brushed it off because my um, my sort of view on pageants prior to um, participating in one was that it was very, like, just nasty, sort of competitive, not very welcoming. The typical, the typical stereotype. Yeah, I mean, exactly right. Yeah, yeah. yeah, so I, I was like, no, nah, no, nah, I won't, won't do it. But it, it stuck in my head and... A couple of days later, I was still thinking about it, so I thought I'll I'll just have another look. I'll see what the requirements are. And looking at the requirements, I think the cutoff for it was twenty five years old or something like that. And mm. I'm twenty four at the moment, so I was like, oh, oh damn, Last I need to get in quick. <laughs> and I thought, may as well just give it a crack. And so so glad I did. Um, definitely, uh, from my experience, the stereotypes were very incorrect. I met some absolutely beautiful women through it and, yeah, definitely want to do it again. <laughs> so is uh, a pageant in your future? I mean, pageantry is all like on pause at the moment for the most part because yes. of corona. But do you envision <laughs> yeah. yourself maybe participating again sometime down the track? Yes, yes. Um, probably when, I don't know, it would, it would probably be after I'm 25, so maybe a, uh, a different sort of pageant but uh, yeah cost wise i'll have to be in a good position (laughs) pageantry is not a cheap occupation it might actually cost more than gaming i mean gaming you make your computer once and you pay for your internet every time you enter a pageant you need to buy all these gowns and exactly and accommodation because I, i live in canberra and everything was up in sydney that's the reason i ended up uh dropping out and not attending state finals was because i i couldn't afford to go up to sydney yeah. by like i i already i made the dress myself because i thought oh, i'm not going to be able to, able to afford a dress so i'll make one right. so i made it and then um when i got an email about the price for entry and was looking into accommodation, I realised that I was not going to be able to afford it comfortably. So, yeah, yeah it was really unfortunate. Bank- I don't think anyone should bankrupt themselves for pageantry. No, definitely not, no. <laughs> Did you get a chance to wear the dress? I mean, you've made it. It seems like a shame you'd never used it. <laughs> I, um, I think it's at Salvo's now. <laughs> you never wore it? no. <laughs> It was it was one of those um so I it was a little bit half done. Um so I'd I bought a you dress. Gave half a dress. <laughs> no no no, it was done, but okay. it wasn't done well. It was like a one wear sort of thing. <laughs> like it had safety pins that were going to hold it in place throughout the oh, show. Like that sort of thing. That's typical pageant stuff anyway. Everyone's held together with pins. So that's you're not true. you're not alone. That I mean if you get with the pins in and someone's now wearing it with the pins in that's maybe a different story but yeah I didn't think of that <laughs> <laughs> no I didn't leave the pins in it <laughs> uh Jack uh Jack uh, how do you pronounce your surname Jack you have to tell me he I think it's Gorton. Gorton Gorton I think okay uh I let, let's get back into the gaming so mm-hmm. <laughs> let's have a question um you said you only begun 
in March streaming, but obviously, I mean, getting into streaming and being pretty successful at it, it takes a bit of time. So how, I guess, how did you get back into, how did you get into gaming in the first place? Um, <laughs> so I've been playing Call of Duty since I was nine years old. Um, so I've, I've been a gamer for a very long time. Um, I got really into gaming in about 2014, 2015, to the point where I was trying to go professional with it and um, like compete in gaming. And then I started uni and uni work and gaming don't really go hand in hand, um, especially when you'd like to have some some sleep. Um, so I ended up stopping Game gaming. Good. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> really. No. I ended up stopping uh, gaming for about four, four years. Um, wow. And then when I was in Vegas <laughs> in January this year, I was with a bunch of mates who stream and we went to a laser tag game and it was laser tag but with VR headsets on. So it was like you were in a, compu a computer game, which is great unless you're used to computer games. So when you kill someone, you think they're gone and then you run forward straight into them. <laughs> so that was that was a little bit of a problem. But um, after doing that, I, it kind of sparked my love for gaming again and made me realise how much, like how, yeah, how much it meant to me. And, yeah, the guys encouraged me to start streaming and, I got home from Vegas, ordered a laptop, and yeah. <laughs> wow. How did you, um, you, you said you were going to go pro. The pro gaming circuit or the scene in Australia, how big is it? Obviously, it's huge in America and certain other games like huge in South Korea, for example. But in Australia, how big is the gaming scene? It's actually much bigger than than I expected, at least. And I, I've only realised this since streaming. So when I was looking at going pro, I had no idea where to where to start looking. I was on YouTube watching people's um, compilations from Call of Duty, and I, I wasn't even familiar with Twitch or any sort of streaming site. So um, yeah, it was very foreign to me, and I didn't know where to start. So I think that's another reason why I didn't pursue it. Um, but yeah, since since streaming, I've I've actually partnered up with a esports uh, an esports um, team, Kanga Esports, an Australian one. And yes, yeah, it's, Kanga it's esports. A, yeah, it's so cool. <laughs> but it's a lot more prominent in Australia than I thought it would have been, which is really cool. <laughs> so, are there any aspirations to go pro in the future? I'm nowhere near as good at playing Call of Duty as I used to be actually quite oh. terrible <laughs> i swear people only come to my stream for the conversation <laughs> at the moment <laughs> it's i mean i heard someone who was a streamer describe it as like you can be see when you're streaming you can't Brittany, Sorry, can you hear me? Out a little bit yep okay internet's back um because if you were going to play pro you wouldn't be streaming at the same time no. i mean you just wouldn't do that. Well, so, you could, but you wouldn't, like, chat. <laughs> yeah, it'd be very – like, it's hard to entertain an audience whilst also trying to shoot people on a screen. Um, very much. <laughs> so how if, – if you wanted to go pro, because I think this is fascinating, a lot of people won't know this, how much, like, training or practice has to go into it? Um, I think – did you cut out at the start of me saying uh, how long it takes to – Yeah. Yeah. I, I okay. Kind of... No, that's cool. I, I pretty much just said that um, the, it's really hard to gauge how much practice and time 
um, people would have to put into getting into pro gaming because um, it's really dependent on how quickly people pick up certain skills. So, <laughs> yeah. So you don't think you're good enough now? Like if you hadn't had that four-year break, do you think it would have been different? It yes, kind of sounds very. Like <laughs> if you don't get into it, like by 13 or 14, you're considered old. Is gaming the same way? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Well, there are a lot of a lot of streamers. Um, I've noticed that like streamers range from I think the the legal age to start streaming was thirteen on Twitch. Um, but range range from like thirteen to I've seen I've seen some people in their seventies streaming. So there's no no sort of barrier there. There's definitely. Um, yeah, it's, it's more so whether you can interact with people or whether you can play the game really well. You, you have to have one or the other or both. <laughs> right. So in terms of the age with streaming, does it depend on the sort of gaming you're doing? Like if you're playing, let's say, an online card game, it doesn't quite take the reflexes, I'm assuming, that I, I can't play first-person shooters to save my life. Like I, I just can't <laughs> do it. But I would assume they're very different sort of esports to play, right? Very, very different, but um, it. There are some people who have the knack throughout their whole life, and some people who, who don't. I guess, yeah. I've I've seen a lot of people um, who are in the like high end of the age bracket. I guess uh, for streamers who are playing first person shooters and really yeah. fast paced interactive games. Okay, so in terms of the streaming, then. Um, mm-hmm. so- you said you've begun in March, it's August now, so it's not even been six months. Um, how have you been finding it? Amazing. Like, <laughs> honestly, and especially because I started at the start of quarantine, like mm. probably the best decision ever because a lot of people are at home trying to find things to do, so viewership was a lot easier to come by. Um, but it's been yeah. fantastic. I've made so many friendships through streaming and it's, yeah, it's, um, I'm a very sociable person, but also a little bit of a hermit. So if I can stay at home and socialize, it's fantastic. Yeah, and game really at the same yeah. time. <laughs> how, how did you, um, when you first started, how did you, in terms of getting into it? Cause we talked a little bit about the tech. So you obviously have to get yourself a reasonable machine. Yep. How did you find the learning curve getting into streaming? Because a lot of people are afraid to be in front of camera. In, yeah. In for whatever reason. So how did you find that sort of learning curve? I mean, you seem completely comfortable in front of the camera and certainly I've seen your streams and you feel you look very comfortable talking to people and interacting with them. So how much of a learning curve was there for yourself? Um, I'm I'm very lucky to be quite confident as it is. Um, and if I'm not feeling confident I'm very good at faking confidence um <laughs> but uh, I'd been okay. teaching <laughs> I'd been teaching for a while um like at a, a local technology college I guess I'd been teaching there for a while and that seriously boosted my confidence um I, I just remember my first class I was just oh hey hi guys um so we're gonna be learning like <laughs> like so nervous and um towards the end it was like so we're going to do this and this. And so that like, that helped so much in building my confidence. And um, my first stream, I remember I was so nervous, like incredibly nervous because I not only wasn't familiar with the platform I was using, I wasn't familiar with 
um, not knowing who would be watching, at least teaching, you can see the people that are watching. But I guess, yeah, yeah it's um, it's taken a while to become comfortable on camera. Um, at first I thought, okay, I need to be super duper professional. There can't be any background noise. I need to be super focused. And now I'm like, I'm going to go get a coffee, guys. I'll be back. <laughs> it's, yeah, do, it's chill. I do like the, um, are they didgeridoos that you yes. have on channel? And then every now and then I get didgeridoos. And then what What are the different ones that you can redeem with your didgeridoos? I know so, Hydrate was one. Yes. Yeah. So they're, um, they're called channel points oh, and you can rename them if you want. So I've named mine to didgeridoos because it's super Australian, really cool. And um, you can redeem. So you earn the points through watching the channel and interacting with the channel. If you um, post comments, you are more, you get more channel points and all that sort of stuff. Um, but you can redeem hydrate, which means I have to have a drink of water or whatever drink I have with me. Um, then there's redeeming a posture check. So that if I'm sitting there like this, they're like, oh, <laughs> you sit up straight. So that's that's really handy to have that because I very frequently get like really into gaming and then hunch over. <laughs> and then um, you can redeem push-ups, which... Um, I, yeah, that that one's always interesting. I've put it at a limit to two redeems every stream because twenty push-ups is just like two. That's that's enough. How much does it, how much does it cost to do the push-ups? Like, how much do I have to redeem? Two thousand channel points, which um, apparently doesn't take long to accumulate because I have people who redeem them way too frequently. <laughs> so for two thousand didgeridoos, how many push-ups do you have to do? Ten. I was going to say, I'm disappointed. I've only got about, I think I've got about 1,000 didgeridoos or 1,100. Oh, just just spam the chat with emotes and your points will go up. <laughs> what, can I, what can I redeem for my 1,000 didgeridoos? Oh, I think you can yeah. redeem hydrates, um, but I, I think that's uh, hydrates and posture check, but okay. I'm not too sure if there's anything else between those and the um, – Push-ups, oh, and also a paparino appearance is the other one you can redeem, where I get Sprocket to come and sit on my chair, and he is the streamer for a while. <laughs> Sprocket, my dog. Sorry. <laughs> oh, no, I you know, Sprocket. That's an unusual name. What sort of dog is uh, Sprocket? An Australian Kelpie. That's quite big, isn't it? Um, yeah, kind of. Chihuahua dog. He's no, not like- I could get him here now if you want. <laughs> yeah, if you if you can, can you get him. This is one it's thing you me. can't do with the cat. You can't call the cat and it will no. turn off. <laughs> Come here. This is a first. Good boy. <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> Say hello. Oh. <laughs> He's like, why did you call me out of bed? <laughs> you do not have treats. <laughs> you are such a good boy. Beautiful puppy dog eyes. Um, Jackie has to go to a coffee and leaves me alone with a stream and you can redeem points to see her dog. Well, I got yeah. to see her without redeeming the points. So yeah, that's, that's true. <laughs> um, and streaming, in terms of being a female streamer and being a female mm-hmm. gamer, obviously, I, I, well, I shouldn't say it, but my assumption is that there are more females coming into both industries. How have yeah. you found um, your experience? And I, I don't, I hate that I have to sort of ask this, but your experience as a female streamer as opposed to, well, as opposed to a male streamer, have you had yeah. any difficulties with that or have you enjoyed it or has it been a bit of both? 
Um, definitely, definitely not, not many difficulties. I feel like it's probably easier as a female in streaming because you could be on the homepage and you're a male and people are more likely to skip past you. If they see a female because there aren't many female streamers, they're like, oh, click. So you're much, yeah. it's, it's much easier to grow your channel and have viewers. Um, if you're a female streamer, obviously you have to still be engaging or really good at gaming, um, but it, it definitely uh, helps bring people to your channel it doesn't necessarily help keep them there but it helps bring them to your channel so that's been fantastic um i've had a couple of people that we've had to ban in chat because they've been um quite rude and naughty but um but i i find that i've been in a lot of uh chats like watching other people's streams male streamers and and they get it much worse like they get people being nasty instead of just like seedy mm. <laughs> i'd much rather have someone in chat be seedy than really rude so yeah it can it can be a very toxic place at times yeah, yeah. When, when you have someone that obviously is contributing to the chat not in a good way is it easy for you to ban them? I mean, sometimes you have moderators and things like that. So how does that work? Well, um, I have four main moderators, four moderators, and there's always at least one on at a time. And, yeah, they, they get straight onto it. I've given them a list of things that they should ban people for, a list of things that they should time people out for. So that's another option. If someone's being disruptive, you can give them a warning. If they don't listen, you time them out for a certain amount of time. Sometimes they'll come back and they've cooled down. Sometimes they come back 10 times worse and then that's when you ban them. But it's it's really handy because I can be gaming and not be watching the chat and someone says something really rude. I, I don't know that they've said it, but I look back and one of my moderators has dealt with it. So dealt with it. <laughs> so that's yeah. great. Yeah, I actually saw that in one of your streams, someone put in something that was inappropriate and one of your moderators deleted the comment, which I thought was really good because if you're gaming, especially yeah. doing for shooting you can't really always be looking at me you can be looking at your chat but it's not going to go well exactly yeah do you have any i mean what are your goals i mean do you have any goals for for your twitch channel or are you just taking it day as it comes and see see how it goes well i definitely want to become a twitch partner so i'm a twitch affiliate at the moment and there are these certain requirements that you have to reach to become an affiliate and then certain requirements to become a partner and each each time. So becoming an affiliate means you can start making money off streaming, which is fantastic. People can subscribe um, and donate money, all that sort of stuff. And then when you become a partner, Twitch takes less of a percentage of that income. So it's, yeah, it's really cool. <laughs> so that's my goal at the yeah. moment um, to become a partner on Twitch. But I really enjoy um, having close relationships with the people who watch my stream. So there are the more my channel grows, the less I'm able to chat with the people who are watching. It's yeah. it's really hard to keep track of that. And the best thing that I get from streaming is friendships, like being able to talk to yeah. the people who are watching. Um, I've encouraged a lot of other people to start streaming, and they've come to me for advice. And it's it's been really nice to to have that sort of little tight-knit community. And when mm. we raid another channel, so when you finish streaming, you know, finish your stream, you can put all of your viewers over to another channel. So when we raid, we put lots of emote, like emotes and welcome messages and stuff in the chat and really make it a big deal. And I find that I've been raided by some really big channels and um, they, they don't have that sort of 
close-knit a community sort of field. Yeah, yeah. So like you could get raided by say 100 people and there'll be two comments in chat, but I'll I'll raid with 20 viewers and there's 100 <laughs> chat comments. Yeah. But you build that community. So I mean, yeah. out, out of the people who watch you, I mean, how many would you say regulars do you have like you recognize the names when they pop in? Um a lot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um so oh gosh, in my so I have a, a Discord channel. So Discord is a voice chat and um, like a text chat for, yeah. I, I guess, anyone, but mostly used by streamers and gamers. Um, and in that, I've got one specifically for subscribers and I've got um, 50 people in there. And that's just subscribers who have Discord or who have taken the time to come and join the Discord. So, um, yeah, that, like that's... That's just like the inner circle of the subscribers. There are people like frequent viewers who aren't even in there and I know them by name sort of thing. And to become a Twitch partner, what are the requirements as opposed to being a Twitch affiliate? Oh, the requirements are. Is it a subscriber amount? Uh, no. So th thankfully it doesn't, <laughs> doesn't um, take subscriptions into account. I think it's um, you have to have streamed and it takes into account within the last 30 days so you have right. to have streamed for i think 12 hours have an average of 75 viewers and um no sorry 12 12 days within that 30 days have an average of um 75 viewers and i think it's like 30 or 40 hours worth of streaming in in that month okay that, that that's a considerable considerable amount. How close do you feel you are to, to getting that? So I've I've ticked the boxes for the amount of hours streamed and the days streamed. Um, I'm on I think thirty nine average viewers at the moment, but it's grown like significantly in the past two weeks. I have no idea why. I went from like twenty viewers each stream to between forty uh, from forty to sixty. It's yeah. Wow. I don't know what's what's happened. Well, it's a good thing. However, it happened. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, uh, has timed in. Hardest part about partners, even if you reach your requirements, they judge you and accept manually. Oh, they, I didn't that, know that, Jack. Thank you. That would be an automated process if you if you if they have specific requirements. Talking about Twitch, I would have thought if you make the numbers, then um, they would accept you automatically. I think uh, because a lot of people can um, fake the followers and 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 um, viewership so there's this sort of um com there's this community that runs a discord channel and I, th I think a facebook channel i saw it on on youtube where they get a heap of streamers together and they boost each other so anytime someone's on you okay. go watch that person's stream and yeah. you earn points by doing it so um there's anyone who's in that group is usually automatically like it's Twitch knows, Twitch knows, and so do companies that um, sponsor streamers. So they yeah. they are aware of who's on this sort of blacklist sort of thing. They they know, <laughs> and um, so if they're approached by someone who's asking for a sponsorship and saying, "Look, these are my stats. I have this many viewers each time," they can go, "Well, actually, that's fake viewership." So get out of here. <laughs> I really dislike that. That's the equivalent of Instagram buying followers yes, and exactly. Instagram engagement pods. It's like it's not it's not real, and mm. I find it very it's dishonest. 
I mean, call, yeah. call it what it is. I mean, you yeah. put in the effort to really grow your community. and Exactly. I think, anyway. Yeah. Uh, Jack here has said affiliate is automated, but you could reach partner requirements and not be accepted. I know someone that's been rejected like three times. Oh, gosh. Wow. wow. I mean, hopefully that won't happen to you, Britt. But, um, Fingers crossed. <laughs> maybe, maybe they are looking at things like blacklists or fake followers um, and probably yeah. they don't always get it right. Um, yeah. But, and know. I guess they're, they're, they're losing money by putting like turning you into a partner and if you're not, a good investment. So I guess they're checking, okay, is this person yeah. a good investment? Is their channel going to grow authentically? Are they going to bring us money? That sort of thing. So I I'm, guess the person I'm, doesn't even need to be doing the wrong thing. They could just be someone who they don't believe yeah. is going to grow. I mean, if you're Twitch and you want to protect your brand and you want to make sure the people who are your highest sort of people, you know, exactly. they're good ambassador for your brand. Um, yeah. Just quickly on the subject of your username, the yes. little analogy that I can see behind you. How did that? How did that come in? <laughs> not as far as I can tell, but yes. Um, so, <laughs> so a couple of years ago, I decided that I was going to start a modelling agency. I um, did all of the uh, made a website, started bringing in some models and or some talent, not necessarily modelling, also musicians, and um, bought the name Anahi because it was going to be Anahi Management. Anahi means beautiful flower. So I thought, what a, what a great name for a, a talent agency. Um, and then once I really got into it, I realised, oh, I need to sort out insurance, which was extremely expensive. <laughs> so I ended up pulling that back in, um, but I still owned yep. the name. So I ended up using that for my Instagram Um I did want just Anahi, but that was taken. So <laughs> little Anahi it is. <laughs> and what you said it means beautiful flower. In what language does it mean beautiful flower? Oh, I cannot recall. I actually. <laughs> I, I love that I'm not the only person who has a second screen onto the side that they can look stuff up and look really <laughs> into. <laughs> oh, and it also, it also means immortal. So it's uh, in Persian, it means immortal. Um. And in Spanish, it means beautiful as a flower, apparently. So you're an, an immortal, beautiful flower. <laughs> Try to be. Uh, I just feel that's like tempting fate. It's like calling a ship the, you know, the HMS unsinkable or something. It's just like, let's not go there. Calling the Titanic. Calling yourself well, immortal. Well, I, I didn't realise it meant immortal, so... Um... Okay. Hopefully it doesn't jinx it <laughs> because I didn't That's know. <laughs> uh, and tell, tell me more about the merch. We can see um, oh. the behind you. Uh, actually, do you want to grab it? You can. So, oh, like wow. It is. <laughs> so tell us how you got the merch done um, and have you been happy with it? Because I mentioned to you it looks amazing. Oh, yeah. I, oh, if only Sprocket could grab it for me because I'm, I'm attached. Um <laughs> Um, so I started it through Streamlabs. Streamlabs uh, I was initially using as my OBS, um, which is a broadcasting studio uh, for mm -hmm. live streaming you're familiar with, but viewers may not be. Um, so Streamlabs also, <laughs> Streamlabs also runs a merchandise store. So instead of buying products and then sending them to get printed or buying products, getting them printed and then you having to ship them out individually to um, people who buy them, it's 
all done through Streamlabs. So I yeah. just add the designs into Streamlabs, put them onto whatever products I want, uh, choose the prices and um, how much profit I want to make from each one, and then I don't touch anything after that. It's fantastic. It's really good. How long did it take for you to get your merch? Because that was the only concern I had with Streamlabs. Is that it's American, as I understand it. It's like us Australians are like a, a third or fourth concern. I was like, if I ever get it, it's going to cost me $5,000 to ship it. So how long yes. did it to get it to yourself? Um, well, considering Corona, it took a while. <laughs> um, it, I think it took about three to four weeks. That's probably what I expect, especially yes. during Yes, exactly. Um, but there are, so for example, Jack in the chat, he also streams and I bought some of his merchandise and everyone else who bought his merchandise after me, who is in the UK have already received theirs, but I, I still haven't. <laughs> so it's, it's very dependent. Uh, so where, so obviously I'm imagining it's pretty quick to get it in America. It's a UK pretty quick as well. And then we're just, whenever so, we get it, we get it. Yeah. <laughs> Sad. I mean, it looks amazing. Like I, I wouldn't mind ordering like the cushion just, just to have well, it. And it comes with the fill too. Like it, it's, it's got the filling in it. I expected just to get a pillowcase. Yeah, yeah. That's usually how it is. But yeah, it came with the filling and everything. And it's double sided. Oh, I will grab it. One second. Yeah, go grab it. Rocket Bear looks like he's given up on life. He's just there. <laughs> so that's that side. And then I did oh, that on What's the other side. And who did the design? The oh, artwork. So a, a lady in the US called Pageosity, or her name on um, Instagram is Pageosity. Um, so she's cousins with one of my friends, and they recommended I do uh, I get my artwork done through her because I was looking at getting it done and yeah she's fantastic she's she's really lovely too oh i mean it looks amazing so what what are the merch so it's the mug it's the cushion. are the, those the two things and, that you can get or is there anything else and then there are i think two or three different types of t-shirts two different types of um hoodies and also um most of it has the anime on but um, I have done some with just the LA logo so that if, if someone doesn't want to be repping a half-naked <laughs> anime, then they can still rep the merch. Um, and what else? I, I put stickers on there and also a mouse pad is on there now. That's right, the stickers and the mouse pad. Um, yes. Just out of interest, do you have an idea how much of your viewership comes from which country? Uh, yes. So oh, at the start, it was about 75% from the US. I'll just check now what it's yeah. at. Do, do, do. Oh, here we go. View details. So 40% from the US, 15% from Australia, 11% from the UK, 4% from Canada, and then we've got Germany, Brazil, Netherlands, New Zealand, Japan, Saudi Arabia, France, Italy, Norway. Oh, like just everywhere. A big mix, yes. Yeah, but mostly um, US, Australia, and the UK. Uh, that's what I expect. Actually, I would have expected yeah. a slightly higher percentage from America. But um, yeah. when, you, when you're streaming and people, t I'm assuming you ask people where they're from, yeah. have you ever 
heard about a country that you never expected or heard that they're from a country that you didn't even know existed? Um, not any that I didn't know ex know existed, um, but there at the start, especially people would say like, "I'm from Finland," and I'm like, "Wow, how did you get here? <laughs> <laughs> how?" <laughs> it's just so bizarre. Like, yeah, I didn't expect it at the start. That's for sure. Now, now I'm not surprised anymore. I get some some crazy places. <laughs> I can imagine. So, I mean, if someone's watching this and they wanted to get into streaming, uh, and let's say, you know, because we're interviewing through pageantry, let's say it's a female, a young female who wants to get into the streaming, they love their gaming. What what advice? Um, so definitely, definitely getting a good um, PC setup. Um, get a good camera. So I've actually got a blog about this on my website, um, detailing how I did it the cheapest way possible. And also while um, I, I didn't have much space for a gaming setup when I first started. So it's it's the cheapest way to set it up and also the minimalistic sort of way to set it up. Um, so yeah. most important part is the computer and um, a microphone. You don't need to use a camera initially people are more inclined to watch you when you're first starting out. If you've got a camera, makes it personal, um, but you don't really need it initially. Um, but, yeah, so laptop, microphone uh, and gaming <laughs> software. Um, definitely look into what sort of um, streaming program would work best for you. Streamlabs is a really good one to start off with. It's very simple. It's really easy to understand. Mm -hmm. I started off with Streamlabs and then switched to OBS Live, um, right. which is a lot more technical and quite hard yeah. to get your head around. Um, definitely also recommend watching as many YouTube videos as possible <laughs> on, um, <laughs> on how to get into streaming, how the software works. Um, if you once you do get a camera, you can get a cheap camera, but get a little ring light or something with it as well. I've got this fifteen dollar one that my mum got me that also holds your mobile phone, and you just clip it onto something. So I've got that. Um, uh, the lighting makes a huge difference to the quality of the camera. So you could have a cheap, cheap camera and good lighting, and it looks much better quality. So mine's a very, very cheap camera. So, and and the quality's quite uh, quite impressive. Um, sure. uh, Sorry. It's sharp. The, the picture quality looks really good. Yeah, yeah. Um, other than that, the main thing when you actually start streaming is to be as interactive as possible um, or extremely good at gaming. <laughs> but even well, then, yeah. people, people, if someone follows you, really make a big deal out of it. If someone um, is chatting with you and asking you questions, as long as they're acceptable, answer them. Like the the... The point of going to Twitch instead of YouTube is to interact with people. Twitch has very poor browsability. It's really hard to just go onto Twitch and watch something interesting and have that sort of satisfaction of watching content. YouTube, it has all of the best clips in one. It's not like you've got the boring parts where the person's not talking or stuff like that. So you really have to make up for it by talking with um, the chat. Um mm. The other thing is when you don't have people in chat and you, you can't have dead air, like on radio, you just talk to yourself. <laughs> I found that easy because I do that anyway. Um, but really just uh, so a 
good way to do it is if you die, just, oh, damn it, that sucks, blah, 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 or that guy keeps killing me, or when you kill someone, be like, hell yeah, that was awesome, and just, like, drag out the conversation that you would <laughs> usually have when you, like, do that sort of yeah. thing. It, it encourages conversation in the chat, and even if it doesn't, just keep going. Like, the worst part is when you start streaming and you you can see that you have viewers but no one's chatting, and you're like, so, how, how's everyone going? And, and no one replies and you're just sitting there like, yeah. <laughs> it's so you just, you really need to just be comfortable with talking to yourself on camera, have a little bit of music playing in the background that sometimes helps, but make sure that it's not copyrighted music or you'll get in trouble. <laughs> oh, I've heard about that. The N NCS music, the no copyright sounds and then finding out about that because people have streamed, for example, pageants have live streamed them and the pageant has been playing, you know, copyrighted music and their whole stream has been muted because they didn't know that. It's horrible. <laughs> it's, um, yeah, it's pretty bad. <laughs> yeah, I'm amazed that people don't realise that. Uh, in terms of maybe for, for Twitch, it's a bit different, but, I mean, obviously when I started streaming, I had a significant period of time where you're streaming, there's no one watching, yes. or every now and then there's one person. There, and it can be a bit disheartening. I mean, how, how did you manage to make it through that initial phase, or, or did you sort of catch at the right moment and immediately there were people watching? So the um, first first few weeks I had um, very minimal viewers. Like if I yeah. if I had three viewers, I was like, oh, my gosh, there were, were three happy. people. Yeah. And, and most of the time one of those viewers was my partner. And I, I didn't think of that. <laughs> I was just like, there were three people. It still counts. Still <laughs> yeah, counts. exactly. Um, and and it, is, it is really difficult to deal with that. Um, it's very much like if you're used to posting on Instagram and getting lots of likes and then suddenly a photo doesn't get a lot of likes, yeah. it's, it's horrible that our self-worth self is reliant on that. But it is. That's just how it is. So when yeah. you don't have people viewing, it, it's disheartening. So my main mentality around that was I'm gaming I'm enjoying what I'm doing, whether someone's there or not, that shouldn't matter to me. Like it still did a little bit, but I, oh, I tried to just have the mentality of I'm gaming. I'm just having a fun time and people are able to watch if they want. Um, once you get into, once you become an affiliate or partner and you're, you're bringing in an income from streaming, it is much harder to um, process when you do have lower viewership. Because not only is your self-worth reliant on it, but so is your income. And that yeah. that is a lot more difficult to um, to kind of deal with. Um, I Thankfully, I have a job anyway. So anything that comes from Twitch is like an extra, extra bonus sort of <laughs> income. But um, I know a lot of people are affiliates and relying on that income to, to live. So... Yeah. Having, having a drop in viewership or a drop in subscriber count, other people will be like, "Oh, it doesn't matter. It's just social media." But it's it's not only so not only is your career. exactly not only is your self worth tied to that, and you feel like, "Oh, what am I what am I doing wrong? Why don't people like me as much?" It's like it's like your friend group suddenly disappearing, and say yeah. like you get paid for each friend you have suddenly those friends are gone. So not only did you lose your friends, but you lost your money. So it's, it's, yeah, yeah. it's, yeah, difficult. <laughs> cool. Do you, do you have any plans to make it like a full-time, make Twitch streaming a full-time occupation or is it always going to be the interesting side hustle that you got going on, the one that you enjoy? I, I definitely think I would um, turn content creation into a full-time thing eventually. Mm -hmm. um, so using 
all of the social media platforms that I'm active on as a sort of um, sort of medium. <laughs> um, but I don't think I would ever go full-time streaming. Um, I just, I feel like that wouldn't be very satisfying for me. I, I very much like doing multiple things at once. Um, right. And I don't think I could quit my job, <laughs> to be honest. I love my job so much. I, even if I was earning more than enough to live off Twitch, I, I think I would, I would still rather keep my job. <laughs> it helps, it lets me travel and everything. So that's great. <laughs> that you have a job that you enjoy what what do you do for your day job yes. um, so I, I work in marketing for a defense company that's different yes so when when I did the um, when I competed in Miss World uh, mm. Australia I was working with them as an electronics engineer so I did my apprenticeship with them and then I my plan was always to go from engineering into business development and marketing um, then when I'm selling a product, it's not like, oh, you know this because you read it off a piece of paper. It's like, ah, mm -mm, I built that. So shush. <laughs> so that was always the plan. Um, so yeah, mid last year, I transferred over into business development marketing and it's been absolutely amazing. Like so rewarding. Right. Okay. That does sound, yeah, it's good that you have a job that you love so much that yes. <laughs> you actually enjoy it. And it's not, not just something that you do because you want to, because you have to earn a living. Exactly. Um, apart from the pageantry and the gaming and the job, um, what else do you do if there's any time for hobbies? Because normally with pageant girls, oh. there's any time for <laughs> But I know that you do music as well. So aside I was about to point to the guitars, but they're not in the, in the camera. Well, the last thing that I was watching, you started playing guitar, and then they got you bought back into the game, and then you would sort of were playing whilst you were holding a guitar. <laughs> quite skillful. It's like it's like trying to hold a hold a guitar whilst you're trying to. It was it impressive. Was, it was hilarious. <laughs> but what what do you do in your in your spare time if you have any? Um, so yes, I, I sing and play guitar. Um, I really enjoy rock climbing. So that's sort of that side of things. Um, oh gosh. I, I like drawing and painting, uh, taking the dog for a walk, <laughs> that sort of thing. Yeah. Yes. That, that Jack in the chat, that was his plan to bring me back into the game while I was, while I was trying to sing cheeky bugger. I will mention also you, you, you do something that I don't normally do on my streams because my streams are normally like in the morning. So yeah. you sometimes have a drink, which <laughs> I would love to have. It's just like at eight or six in the morning, it's probably not a good look to be having, I don't know, a, a Jack Daniels and Coke or something like that. It's um, always the time to drink. I, I say that only because um, a lot of uh, so my moderators one's from the UK one's from Canada one's from the US and one from Australia so when I'm streaming oh. it's sometimes the morning for them um, someone will be drinking exactly so I'm I'm usually my my streams are usually at night time and especially on a Friday I'll have a drink um, and Jack who's in the chat is from the UK um, and I like to encourage him to do shots with me <laughs> when it's 9 a.m. for him. <laughs> so I've frequently um, had him drunk by 11 a.m. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm not ashamed to say that <laughs> because he's the one who's doing it. 
I love that you get your viewers drunk. I have to start doing that. I want to say, Jack, well, what's the time for you now? It's like half past midnight for you, Jack, in the UK. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's quite funny. Um, it definitely definitely makes the vibe a lot more chill. A, a lot of people, when they're in streams, the moderators, they're this sort of um, this enforcement, this very strict, yeah. Um, yeah, like not not friendly sort of vibe um so if i get my moderators drunk with me <laughs> they still do their job very well but people are less likely to be rude towards them and and just the way that moderators are usually seen it, it's not there so it's, yeah, it's really good like, they're kind of like the bouncers you, you kind of exactly. want to know exactly um, so it's like if the bouncers were in the club dancing with you you don't want to annoy them they're cool <laughs> I gotta ask because people say things like, "Oh, I play pool better when I'm drunk." I can't imagine that having a drink and playing COD it, it doesn't helps. help better. Do it does. You think you're better uh, when there's you're a, there's a certain? It's it's a very fine line where the drinks help playing. Uh, a very fine line, like half a game's worth of life. <laughs> When you say there's a very fine line, it makes me immediately think you sometimes miss the line by a little bit. Sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> Frequently. <laughs> and it, it's it's like one one and a half drinks maybe. It's like, oh, look at me playing. It's it's so much better than usual. And then straight after that, it's like downhill <laughs> in, well, in playing. Per hour, per game, per, per minute. Like Overall. if it's if it's one and a half drinks, it's like okay, yeah, I'm I'm comfortable. I'm feeling feeling the sort of rhythm of the game. We're killing a lot of people. It's really cool. And then after that, it's just like, why can't I kill anyone? <laughs> oh, God, uh, um, Jack, you, since you're watching, you'll have to tell tell us what what has been your favorite um, Britney streaming moment. You must have like a favorite. No, no, I mean, don't. Yeah, there must be. I mean, Britney, do you? favorite moments of all, all time or like most embarrassing moments dare um, i ask definitely most embarrassing one which i'm Give very reluctant to talk about but um so i'm, I'm mention quite, it anyway. yeah i'm i'm a big fan of naruto and i also am a fan of Yu-Gi-Oh. like the the game itself like the card game not necessarily the show um <laughs> i had had a couple of drinks and I could see in the background that I had my Yu-Gi-Oh box set of, of all my mm. cards. And so I've, I've gone, is anyone here a Naruto fan? Completely forgetting that I was talking about Yu-Gi-Oh. Um, and I've gone, I'm not one of those fake Naruto fans. I'm a real Naruto fan. And I've picked up the box of Yu-Gi-Oh cards and gone, see? And then I've gone, I mean Yu-Gi-Oh. Oh, my God. And it was so embarrassing like genuine like that tummy twisting embarrassment yeah. oh it was horrible <laughs> it was really you sound, bad you would sound very fake if you if you did that you, you'd sound like someone who was trying to pretend they knew what they were doing when they weren't exactly and especially because i was like i'm not one of those fake naruto fans like oh you tosser <laughs> How many, how many drinks down were you down when you did that? It was that? a Friday night, late, late in the evening. What did Jack said here? Me getting her to do four tequila shots at 9 a.m. Her time. We don't speak of that. 
<laughs> she has a viewer called War Von Butt Stuff. Yeah, the username's on Twitch are hilarious. Yes. And she said, I'll just call you Butt Stuff because that's the most important. <laughs> <laughs> the worst part is someone clipped that and only clipped that part. I So they've <laughs> clipped me saying butt stuff. That's the most important part. I'm like, no, why would you not clip the context? So there's a clip of me on the internet saying that, and it's quite embarrassing. Mandy, Mandy, Mandy Taubman here said, love you, Brit. Oh, that's, um, <laughs> that's one, that's one of the reasons like I like to interview a range of people because in, in pageantry, often we can't have a laugh at ourselves because we always have to portray that we're perfect. Whereas in Twitch, you know, if someone makes a clip like that, it's hilarious. Oh, Whereas if you make that in pageant, people are like, oh, take it down. No one can think that I'm like that. It's like, that's exactly. Also, which, which is hard, though, because it's it's not necessarily the person who's at fault for thinking they have to appear as perfect, but it, it, it is the community in general. If you're, if you're doing a pageant, it, it is very much you're putting your best foot forward. Um, so you don't want anything incriminating about you um, out there. So, for example, tripping over, like that that seems like such a mundane sort of thing but and like mm. irrelevant, but in in that industry, it's, it is a big deal that, that yeah. um, lessens the professional appearance. So I totally understand um people in pageantry being like, oh, take that down, please. <laughs> but in Twitch, it's, it doesn't really matter. <laughs> it's two, two very different worlds. Let's just say Twitch very. and pageantry. Um, yeah. did, did, did you find it at all, like, confu- I mean, did you segue seamlessly into both and you feel as equally comfortable doing both or does part of you in one Ooh. place go, God, what am I doing here? Because they're very different. They are very different. Um, I definitely feel much more confident streaming and gaming. Um, pageantry, I I did really, really enjoy it. Um, but it, it is nerve-wracking being up on stage. It's like, am I going to slip? Am I going to trip over? Am um, mm. I is my walk awkward? And you, you know when you're walking and you can feel someone watching you, so you walk awkwardly? You feel it? And you're like, I'm not walking normally and I don't know why. I don't know how to walk normally now, but it's just not happening. It's like that. <laughs> it just doesn't feel right. I can't. I can't imagine what it's like. Obviously, I've never been on the runway myself, so having to walk in a certain way, hit your spot, do a twirl, do this. It's like to me, I don't know how you do it. Like if I was doing that, I'd be thinking so hard about walking that you I do. wouldn't be able to smile. I'd be looking at my feet. I, I would be hopeless at it. I wouldn't. Be able it to is. Go. It is difficult. Like especially because I, when I do walk, I very frequently look down. So having to look up while walking, knowing where you are on the stage, and then yeah, I just remember watching the girls who went before me, and one of them did a twirl at the end. So I was like, "That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to do that." Like that looked amazing, and I did it. And I looked at the video and it looked horrible because she had a flowy dress on. It looked amazing. And I've got like this tight ensemble on. So I was just like, what are you doing? Get get out. <laughs> it's, it's very much um, a lot of thought in it. Oh, no, you've frozen again. <laughs> oh, hopefully the internet has not cut out. Fingers crossed. Hopefully I'm not frozen too. <laughs> Literally the worst moderator Brit will ever have. No, Jack, you're a good moderator. <laughs> oh dear. <clears throat> I think I think Adrian's cut out again. Damn it. Oh no, he's gone. <laughs> Come back. <laughs> oh, how is everyone going? <laughs>
I haven't frozen. Okay, good. <laughs> I'll keep you guys entertained. Maybe. <laughs> oh, that coffee is very cold. Very cold coffee. Gross. <laughs> very entertaining. <laughs> Jackie's hilarious. <laughs> yes. Very, very mean, but hilarious. Jack, that's my mum, by the way, if you were wondering. <laughs> no, you are funny, Jack, sometimes. Unless you're clipping horrible videos of me on um, Twitch. Oh, thank you, Sophia. <laughs> oh, so you guys are the best. <laughs> put, on, put on a nice outfit for the interview, feeling very fancy. <laughs> <laughs> Jack. Oh dear. But yes, if if you guys are interested in buying some little Anahi merch, we've got the pillows. Yes, yes, yes. And we've we've got the mugs. Excellent, yes. Um <clears throat> pillow's got two sides. Very, very plump, quite squishy. Mm-hmm. Oh, very nice. <laughs> oh, you're back! <laughs> I, I have been back for a little while. I just wanted to let you continue. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> You're horrible. This is an advertisement for the NBN, like one hour interview and it cuts out twice. I'm going okay. to get up Telstra after this. It's just pathetic. <laughs> um, I was worried this would happen. Do you have any issues with your internet? Uh, no. I've, I've, we're pretty, pretty lucky here. We've got, um, who are we with? Australian, Australian broad. Band or something like that. It's yeah. it's a brand that I hadn't heard of, um, but they're a very very big um, brand for internet um, in Australia and really good, <laughs> really good. Actually, uh, there's a Twitch streamer who has a promo code for it. <laughs> I can't remember who it is, but my partner set it up through that promo code. <laughs> Just going to say, like, Australian internet is not like there's a lot like everything in this country we should be grateful for except the bloody internet hundred percent i um before moving into canberra i lived in a country town outside of canberra and before we got nbn the internet was terrible and even after we got nbn the internet was terrible but nowhere near as bad as it was before <laughs> like we you couldn't even load an email let alone play video games oh what shall okay, we do right. oh, i'll be back so, um since it's dropping out every five seconds, let's just do the final 10 questions because yeah. I'm, I feel like I'm tempting fate here. Okay, so sorry guys, for all the interruptions. I'm sorry, Britt. I'm sure you've been doing no, amazing. And then I'm going to get up Telstra after this and yell at them. Okay, final 10 <laughs> questions. Number one, what is your favourite word? Oh. Oh. Favourite word? Coffee? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I, can, I can go with that one. All um, right. What is your least favourite word? Um. Oh, disappointed. Mm. Though I like using it. <laughs> Be like, I'm right. disappointed in you. Ah, <laughs> uh, that's all. Yeah. Question three in life: What gets you excited? What turns you on? Everything everything like i a lot of people have said um i actually remember a colleague when we were on a work trip we were going somewhere and i was super excited i, I get excited about everything and that's what he said he was like you get excited about literally everything i said yeah how awesome is my life though <laughs> because i make sure everything is exciting whether the, whether it's a mundane 
task or something that I'm actually not looking forward to, I try to look yeah. at the positives of it and get excited about it. It's good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's the only way to be. I mean, what's the alternative? Be bored at everything. That's horrible. Exactly. <laughs> Question four then, what turns you off? Um, people, Negative people. Like I understand that there are uh, a lot of people who are negative for very good reason, um, mm. but it's it's hard when uh, when I have say a friend confide in me who's being very negative, and I say, look, how about we approach it this way or this way, and that they aren't willing to help themselves. Yeah. They yeah, that I struggle with that. Yeah. Question five: What sound or noise do you love? Oh. Hmm. Oh, the sound of this weird thing. Like I, I could say so many things like music, birds chirping, that sort of thing. I'm obsessed with those soap cutting videos, those ASMR soap cutting videos. Oh, oh so good. Oh. <laughs> Up there with those slime videos. Can't, I can't handle it. Oh. No, I'm not fond of the slime ones. Like they, they don't do much, but the soap cutting videos. I recommend. <laughs> Moving right on, question six, what sound or noise do you hate? Um, oh, like when, when the knife scratches on the plate when you're trying to cut something. Oh. Squeaky, squeaky noise. Yeah. Okay, uh, question seven, if you could have any one superpower, what would you pick and why? Um, oh, that is a really, really difficult one. Um, maybe, maybe flying? I, I always think that one thing actually that I always think of is not only being able to read people's minds, but to put thoughts into someone's head. So say, for example, if not, not in a bad way, not in a bad way, because I, I do oh, have a lot yeah. of friends confide in me and um, yeah. they find it hard to sort of um, to be self-confident um, and that sort of thing. I'd love to be able to put thoughts into their head or feelings in, into them that it's like self-acceptance, that sort of thing. I don't know. Yeah. That's, yeah. Okay. You, you could pep them up. Yeah, yeah. You could also completely ruin their lives. and oh, yeah. But, I mean, that would be fun too. But <laughs> um, Question eight, what job or occupation other than your own would you most like to attempt? Oh, um, I would love to front for a metal band. I'd love to be a, a singer slash screamer for a metal band. Would you like to do your audition now? <clears throat> no. <laughs> I'm good. There's imagine someone <laughs> screaming, screaming on stage. Yeah. What the hell's going on here? That's a that's a different one. Do you have a good scream? Because normally the screamers are men. Yes. Well, there's a lot of female screamers out there. Um, for example, Ginger. She does, however, sound like a male. Like like she's got male vocals. Yeah. Amazing, but um people people like the lady who sings for in this moment she's got an amazing um screaming voice as well but uh, a lot of people are under the impression that it's something that hurts your vocal cords but if you're doing it properly it's not so for example a fry scream you know that noise that you make where it's like uh that noise well it's actually just a an an adaptation of that so you shouldn't be hurting your vocal cords at all if you're screaming correctly Okay, because I was going to say, if you if you ruined your voice and when you scream, you start <laughs> sounding like this. Yeah, like a smoker. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, um, question nine, what job or occupation would you definitely not like to attempt? Um, probably a job 
in like finance where I'm sitting at a computer looking at numbers all the time. Like I, yeah. I really respect people who are able to do that. I I really would struggle with that. Yeah, that's fair enough. Final question. If heaven exists, what would you like to hear God say when you arrive at the pearly gates? Oh, um, all of the animals and pets you've ever owned are in here. <laughs> that would be fantastic. That would be amazing. <laughs> heaven is a petting zoo. Yes, that would be oh, the best. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let, let's wrap this up before my internet bombs again. Jack here yeah. has said tangy. Her favorite word is tangy. Tangy. Oh, that's right. When um, someone I was playing Call of Duty with said um, tangy, and I thought he meant like, oh, that someone killed him and it was like a tangy kill. Like it was really good but frustrating. Like that's, that's the first thing that came to my mind. But he was actually reading the name of the person who killed him. So we just made it a thing on my stream that tangy oh. means you got killed and it was a good kill but you're annoyed about it. So it was tangy. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. Um, Deborah here said even from a child she has always been excited and the fun-loving person she is but I'm biased. That's my mom. <laughs> I, I figured as much. After these interviews, I've done so many of them. I can tell when it's the mum commenting. Yeah. Even like, yeah, that's the mum. Chris has asked, where's a hydrate regime? Oh, I don't <laughs> Chris. Chris from my stream. Is flying a superpower, though? Can't kick someone's ass with flying. Oh, you could. Come out of nowhere. I always have dreams. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, okay. <laughs> Renee, look, thank you so much for your time. Thank you very much for inviting me along to do this interview. It's been good fun. We'll have to do it again when I figure how to make my internet less um, interruptible, less tangy. I'm going to I'm that's what I'm going to say. Yes. is tangy. Proud of you. I'm not a fan. I'll um, send you the link to um, the broadband yeah. that we use. Yeah, do that. Yeah. Uh, and thanks to all you guys for watching and all your comments. I'm sure you got to see a different side. Well, not a different side because you talk a lot on stream. But, yeah, um, but yeah. still. <laughs> interesting. Always interesting to get to know the person behind the stream. Um, yes. So, Britt, I'll keep you on the line for just a sec whilst I hang up with the audience. Um, yep. Thanks for watching and we'll speak to you next time. What's up, guys? It's Adrian again. Hope you enjoyed this episode. Remember to head over to pageantlaunch.com. Join our launch team for our review site. It's super important to all of us to make sure that the industry is safe, transparent, and fair. So head over to pageantlaunch.com, write in your email address, and we'll speak to you next time.